There are a few things as simple and delicious as a sausage on a bun with strong mustard and a pile of sauerkraut. This fermented cabbage can make almost anything better. And before you say anything, I have even seen cake recipes that have sauerkraut in them. So yes, almost anything. Sauerkraut is made very simply by mixing salt and cabbage and then waiting until you get the right amount of tang. This is a process called lacto-fermentation. Carbohydrates in the cabbage are converted into lactic acid, which is what preserves the cabbage and gives it its signature tanginess. This process is done by natural bacteria and is facilitated by the salt and the temperature. All this is really interesting and I could talk about fermentation for hours and hours. However, we aren't here to talk about how sauerkraut is made. We are here to talk about where it came from. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and today we are looking at a brief history of sauerkraut. When most of us think of sauerkraut, we conjure up images of lederhosen-clad men and women drinking steins of beer with the rolling hills of Bavaria in the background. And for the most part, this is accurate. <clears throat> Germany is known for its sauerkraut and always has been. This is despite the fact that many European countries make, eat, and enjoy sauerkraut and have for a very long time. In fact, France, on a per capita basis, eats about double the amount of sauerkraut the Germans do. So then, it must have been invented in Germany, right? That's why we know what is a German thing? Wrong. Believe it or not, sauerkraut is actually a Chinese invention. About 2,000 years ago, the Chinese were fermenting cabbage with rice wine. They did this for the same reason that any other culture does, to preserve vegetables through the winter. Sauerkraut doesn't actually show up in Europe until about 1,000 years ago. Now, there are two stories about how sauerkraut got from China to Germany. Either one could be true, but the second story seems more likely. The first story very simply says that Genghis Khan carried sauerkraut to Europe, and eventually the Europeans started fermenting cabbage with salt instead of wine. The second story is that the Taters, essentially Russians, brought fermented cabbage from China to Europe, and again they eventually switched from using wine and fermentation to salt, likely because it was cheaper, more accessible, tasted better, I don't really know why. Today. Traditionally made sauerkraut is generally considered a health food. The lacto-fermentation creates a, lack, a lot of probiotics, which are very good for the gut's microbiome. But this idea of sauerkraut being a health food is not new. It was known by sailors and soldiers alike that sauerkraut prevented scurvy. In fact, Captain James Cook carried sauerkraut with him as he sailed around the world to keep his sailors healthy. And Napoleon had canned sauerkraut to feed his armies as well. The sauerkraut has been around for over 2,000 years because it's delicious, it's very good for you, and before canning and refrigeration, it was a way to store nutrients over the winter. And for over 2,000 years, the only thing that has changed about sauerkraut is that switch from using wine to salt as the fermentation medium. Today, however, we have canned sauerkraut, which is still made the same way, but the high heat of the canning process destroys all that good gut bacteria. So if you're eating sauerkraut from the grocery store, buy the stuff that's in the fridge. The stuff on the shelf won't give you the same health benefits. And the reason uh, I, I assume that sauerkraut is known as a German thing is because during World War I, the Germans took it into battle with them. They had it um, as you know an, an easy food to, to store and transport. And that's 
why the Americans called them krauts and still do to some extent. Um, and that to me is probably why sauerkraut is so much, so strongly related to Germany as opposed to the rest of Europe where it's eaten in you know, Poland, Russia, France, you know, kind of all over the place. So there you go. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and today we've been looking at a brief history of sauerkraut. Of course you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and also on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks, where I do a free cooking class every Monday night at 6 p.m., and this week we will be making raviolis with two very special guests. We're making pasta dough from scratch, so if you're interested, check that out. That's Facebook at Chef Ben Kelly. You follow me there, you'll see that there's an event for Monday, every Monday night at 6 p.m. Atlantic time, a free live cooking class. Um, you can also like, subscribe to this podcast. You can tell your friends about it. Yeah, you can share it, do all kinds of stuff. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening. I always appreciate it. Um, I'm always blown away at how many people are actually listening to this, and, and I truly do uh, appreciate it, and, and it, it means a lot to me. So thank you. And I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. Have a great Thursday, everybody.